0: makers of sport podcast episode 42 with chris david garcia Welcome to episode 42 of the Makers of Sport podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, at T Adam Martin on Twitter. Now you might have noticed that the show is being released a little bit later this week, and that's because I had to call an audible Uh, as Jeremy Darlow of Adidas and myself got our schedules mixed up. So I had originally said July to Jeremy, and what I meant in my head was June. So there's too many summer J-words. So with it being primetime launch season for Adidas football, Jeremy could not actually join us this month due to the busy schedule. However, I'm very happy to welcome another great guest for you guys, Chris David Garcia. Chris is the creative director of the Houston Astros, an organization he's been with for eight years. And he is also the founder of a new sports design conference focusing on educating and networking creatives working in sports called Major Level Creative Connect or MLC Connect for short. Chris, I welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you taking the time to come on board on such short notice and especially during the middle of baseball season.
1: Hey, man. Adam, I appreciate it. Um, this is uh, I'm a big fan of Makers of Sport, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to just kind of sharing my story and talking a little bit about Connect, man.
0: Awesome, man. Well, well I appreciate that. So uh, you being a listener, you're sort of familiar with the, the format here, and, and I gave a brief introduction to you in, in the intro, but I'd like to give you a chance to go a little bit more in depth and kind of tell us a little of your story. So can you give us a little insight into your background and maybe your path that sort of leads you to where
1: you are today? Yeah, definitely, man. Um, I, I definitely, it's, it's a, we have internships at the Astros and that's probably one of the first questions I get. And it's always a, it's always an interesting story. I definitely have a, an unorthodox uh, uh, path to where I am, but it's, um, you know, I, I started, yeah you know, I was one of those guys who didn't touch design in, in, in high school and um, you know, maybe. Found a computer and, and discovered Paint, and then realized, "Hey, I could do some really cool stuff with this." Um, and even though I was always in, I was always kind of excelling in art class. You know, I, you know, in at that time there was there weren't any graphic design classes in high school. So, on, to be completely honest, man, I didn't even know it was a field until um, until I started getting closer to graduate, pretty much graduation. Uh, then I had a mentor kind of, uh, just pick me out of the crowd, man, and say, Hey, you know, that stuff you're doing with paint is really cool. You should check out this uh, program called Photoshop. And, uh, like most, like most designers, man, I, I basically turned Photoshop into, uh, everything and, uh, I did everything with Photoshop and, uh, I thought, you know, I, I could do everything with Photoshop and then, uh, slowly learned the suite and uh, all the other, all the other cool stuff that comes with creative cloud and all that good stuff. But, um. So that kind of threw me right into uh, into just the the real world of making money, man. So even though I was going to college, I uh, wanted to study structural design. Um, I found out that you know, there's there's not a lot of glam in structural design, although it's it's uh, you know the architecture side of it is amazing. So I ended up kind of carving my own path, man, and and joining the Dynamo um, er, very early on, and kind of uh, just just joining the. The workforce. Immediately, uh, we started a small little business. Before that, uh, a partner and I, and uh, the Dynamo kind of plucked me from that. We were working with, uh, we were working with uh, big radio stations here in Houston, doing graphic design and websites and videos, like like most people. Um, and when the Dynamo uh, came to Houston, they gave us a call and said, "Hey, you know, we'd, uh, we'd actually like you to come full time." And at that point, man, it was you know, that's that's there was no denying that. So ended up going into that. And, um, uh, it was really cool. We won the first two years of the franchise. They won the championship. So I got a few rings, which is always really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and just because it was a new franchise, man, the workload was just tremendous, man. I was brought in as a, as a marketing person, uh, which ultimately was a cool thing. Cause I, I definitely have a marketing head, but, um, I ended up getting, uh, ended up focusing on design. And it was just so much work, man, through publications and websites and, and design work that, uh, that I, ultimately, it just led me to kind of start looking for something else just because, uh, the workload, man, I, I literally didn't have a life for a couple of years. I mean, I, my girlfriend uh, was now my wife hated me and my, my family thought, you know, never saw me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, I missed some like really big things like most designers do, you know, birthdays and, and holidays and, and just showed up always showing up late. So that's definitely not healthy if you're in that position, but,
0: um yeah and this is this is in soccer i mean this is when you're still working yeah. in soccer <laughs> yeah
1: so i ended up just you know uh looking online man and uh i was blessed enough to find a couple uh things that were hiring and i just threw my name you know in, in the mix and i got a call back and i joined the astros and it worked out man uh guy was good and it um uh, it just it, it just spiraled out of control man when i started um uh, BGO was was retiring. So that was one of the coolest things because he was one of my biggest uh, He was my favorite player growing up so I got to work on his campaign as far as his exit from the from the team and um, And then from there we went into a transition uh, into The ownership uh, switch and then as soon as we got an ownership uh, change, we got a new logo and uh, that was another dark moment of my life where we're basically rebranding everything from, you know, a seat cushion to, the, you know, the logo on the side of the building to, you know, logos inside stairwells, man. So that was another uh, couple years that just uh, was, was really, really exciting learning experience, but also just um, just a lot of work, man. I and mean, anyone who's gone through a major rebrand can definitely you know, understand the scope of work that comes with it. Um, and as a matter of fact, I mean that was you know two, 2012, and we're still in phase three of of that, and it's the the stadium's still not completely rebranded, so it's it's there's still a lot to be done. But um, but yeah, man, that's kind of how I landed here, and and um, and then you know through all that, uh, there there have been some opportunities for design communication, and and that's kind of how Connect came to life.
0: Very cool, man. So you you've been with the Astros for. Eight years, and I'm curious. You, you touched on a little bit of it, but maybe kind of give us a little bit of your day to day, and and over your over your tenure with the Astros, how have things changed in regards to maybe designs, internal value in the organization, and then also your own role moving from designer to say creative director. Um,
1: yeah, man, that's actually one of my one of my greatest stories. I, I feel, um, and that I share with anyone, and I, I'm definitely an open book. Um, you know, I throw my my. Twitter handle and all that stuff at the end, but but definitely if you want to pick my brain or or, or just talk design, man, um, that's one thing I'm I, I pride myself in, is just being transparent about about getting getting you know getting to where you want to go, but um, but yeah, so when I started, it was I was it was essentially a new position. The person had just left; they their husband got transferred out, and and so it was a very very green position. And, uh, one of those things where it's like, Hey, we're hiring a graphic designer. Um, you know, this is new to everyone. So when I started the marketing department was, man, it was, I think three, uh, four people. Um, and to give you an idea that was eight years ago and now the marketing department's uh, about 35 people. And so we've grown, like we've grown insane. I mean, it's insanely quick. Um, and and when we started, it was basically myself for about three years, and slowly adding a headcount and headcount. And we're at five now, including an intern, which um, which uh, I'm extremely proud of. Not not just because of the headcount, but because of the volume of work and the frequency that we do, and, and the speed that we're able to move. But um, but that's that's really a, a testament of just. Um, showing value, man, because I don't if I didn't do that early on, or, or actually, not early on, if I didn't do that at, at, at some point, it, it would have never even transpired to that. Because one of the biggest challenges that I found, um, going through the first three years, four years of my career was just it, as a designer, and I think everyone could relate to this, man. If if you're working for a company that that uh, loves design, which most do. I mean, someone once told me, you know, every company needs design, and that's true. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're a landscaping business, you need a logo and you need stickers on the side of your, you know, right. trailers. So, <clears throat> everyone's going to find out that you make stuff look good, and you make it look better. So, <clears throat> what was that, and you know, I'm not saying this is just me. I'm I'm talking about the general designer, and uh, what was happening is, you know, it was just getting overloaded. It was, you know, initially it was ads, then it was pre- presentations, then it was Websites. Then it was you know, all sorts of things. So I just started to realize that if you don't stick, you know, stand up and step away from the computer and say, you know what, I need to stop designing and start focusing on tracking and, and research and and showing value, then you, honestly, unless you work for you know, unless you have the the perfect boss, which most of us only get one or two in their lifetime no one's going to stand up for you and say, Hey, you know what, you need some help or, you know what you got, you know, you are working on way too many projects and, you know, it's, so you have to kind of do that yourself. And, and that really could be done at a, it could be done at a smaller scale where where you're just kind of your own person, or it could be, you know, on a team where it's just you get into a rut and, and people aren't really appreciating, you know, the, the work. So um, it's something that I really had to step back and, and start to track and, and start to ask questions. And I interviewed uh, creative directors and graphic designers for, for, not, uh, for other companies beyond sports and just started asking like, hey, how did you get there? And hey, what do you, what do you guys do to show value? Because I, I feel like we do a, a, I do some really cool work and then it just gets forgotten. And, uh, and it's on to the next one. And in the meantime, I'm literally like losing sleep. I'm literally you know, having trouble at home. I'm literally you know not connecting with my family and and that's just not healthy man and uh you know i was getting tired of of ha- not really not having a life yeah so and that and, and that's not and that's that's no that's nothing against the astros man it's just because you know in sports we move very fast and and uh I, so many company uh resume or uh job descriptions say hey you know willing to work in a fast-paced environment but but in the reality is, man, it, in sports, you know, things happen quick. Right. I mean, you know, someone says something on in the media, you know, someone gets hurt and you gotta, you gotta move super fast, man. Yeah. And so, uh, so it was just, it was just a matter of, Hey, you know, me wanting to have a personal life and say, Hey, I need some help. And it, it took, so, it took a few people to kind of slap me around and say, Hey man, you know, you, you can't do it all. So, so, so fortunately, man, I ha- I have, I've had some really good bosses and, uh, and I was able to, Put presentations together, make business cases, start tracking things, and slowly, slowly say, "Hey, you know, best best in class don't have uh, aren't 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 just one in house designer. You know, best in class have you know you know two you know a specialist, uh, a generalist, you know, and uh, you know the the people who are doing it really well have a traffic coordinator. So you're not having to you know uh, figure out emails and and quotes and uh, you know procurement and also trying to design. I mean, those are two different wave links and, and brainwaves right. and you can't mix those. So so fortunately, man, it, it worked out and slowly and slowly we've been we've been growing and uh and that's kind of really where Connect came 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 to life was because at that point where we felt we were doing things really well, we were also, you know, just looking ourselves in the mirror. It we really weren't, you know, looking at anyone else. And because we were growing so fast and doing some doing so much work, we never really stopped to ask questions and and talk to our counterparts and say, Hey, you know, what are you guys using? What tools are you using? What, um, you know, what is y'all's process? You know, do y'all, you know, do y'all use a job ticket? You know, what does y'all's creative brief look like? Do y'all mix the two? And so, um, we ended up, we ended up, uh, Oh, I ended up just, just, just really kind of again, stepping back and saying, you know what, this is something that I'm going to take on because no one else is doing it. And, um, and if I give any, I mean, I, at heart, I'm I'm definitely an entrepreneur, like like most designers. But you know, if there's ever an idea and you realize that there's an opportunity there, uh, you know, opportunity has a shelf life, man. Like you, you got to do it, you got to do it quick. Because right. I, I, if if you're if you're listening and and you know you've had an idea before and then you see it, you know, six months, twelve months down the line, and you're like, okay, that's kind of that was what I was thinking. That's kind of what happens. So with this, I just thought. You know what? We're not talking, and it's really frustrating because every other department in the, in the organization are, are talking. You know, we have sales teams that go annual conferences and learn how to uh, learn how to sell. You know, we have sponsorships that learn how to. You know, which companies are the most approachable, and it's just like annually these guys are meeting and they're bringing back these like binders of ideas, and then they're executing them, and they're getting the credit and they're getting the gratification and you know the value, which. Hey man, it's, that's all good. You know, Hey, you know, that's, that's great for, every, for anyone, but we needed that for us. And, and in design, it wasn't happening. So um, believe it or not, man, at the league level, we just, because it was such a, a new kind of, uh, I guess philosophy of bringing people in house and hiring them and, and, you know, giving uh, title changes that hadn't been made in, in the organization. You know there just wasn't that platform so so i reached out to a few guys and picked a few brains for a year or two and just kind of laid the um the ideas down and said, hey what do you, you know would you would you be interested in this and everyone i talked to was like hell yeah like uh, of course man like we've been wondering what you guys are doing you know it's like but we don't have a chance to step away and you know leave town for three days and i'm just like man i feel your pain so so we ended up uh i ended up just kind of deciding to run it independently and luckily again you know i've been blessed with a really good uh, position and, and working for some great people man uh reed ryan our president gave me all the all the backing to do it and the support and said you know what this is something that you, know, you want to be a leader in the in the in the industry and, and we definitely you know as astros want to want to be kind of leading that thought process you know let's do it and we'll we'll support you so um so we we did we had our first year last year had a, a decent response it was it was groundbreaking in the sense of just the community and conversation and then this year it's it's definitely growing and um, and and it's really a humble approach man it's not like hey the Astros are the leaders in this thought process or you know the best in class it's more like we're we're just being humble and giving the platform for everyone to come and share their story and. And, and, you know, Adam, you'll be there this year. We're going to be doing some cool stuff. Um, you'll see how 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 unique that environment is and, and how much it develops um, designers uh, from top and bottom. You know, I'm not just, you know, this isn't just creative directors or managers or um, these are coordinators. These are, you know, entry level graphic designers. As a matter of fact, we have a few interns, uh, a few teams that are bringing interns, which I'm extremely excited about because, the more and more I think about it, I'm just like, man, if I had this opportunity five years ago, where would I be? So that's, right. that's, um, in, in a nutshell, that's kind of the the ethos of, of connect, if that
0: makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, um, you know, to kind of even circle back just a little bit, um, you know, in the Astros Astros days, you talk about showing value. And I think that is a very important thing with, with creative people is that a lot of times we just think that our work is going to speak for itself. And, um, you know maybe for for other designers or other creatives we'll look at people's work and say oh we get it we totally understand that but uh, you know a lot of the marketing people of the world or, or people that might be hiring us don't a lot of times appreciate the value so it's sort of uh, you know, you're providing a service, like you're doing like what I tell you. So I think it's great that you you re- realize that. And it was like the strategy and the research and, and all those types of things. And we were just kind of having a conversation before we started recording about how important that type of stuff is. So I think that's great. So you you actually, um, and again, just uh, I, I sort of re- rewound here, I guess, <laughs> to go back to Astros a little bit, but you mentioned uh, bringing on traffic coordinators and stuff. So did you you, you got to go ahead to sort of like grow that department. Like that was all you that sort of,
1: yeah, no, absolutely, man. I mean, I, the only reason I'm going to t- take full credit for that is because there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears behind that, man. And, and, um, and essentially, you know, the first, you know, the first time you ask, you know, no, no matter if you have the money or or, or you work for a great person, it's, it's, it's probably going to be no, because it's new to the company. And, you know, it needs to be presented to, you know, the executive management team and, and you know, the CEO has to sign off on it. It's like, OK, well, why, why do we need this position? So, um, you know, the first time definitely is going to be no. The second time they're really going to start to listen. And the third time they're, they're going to realize that, you know, this is not just something that you've, you know, that you're wanting to do to make your life easier. It's, it's you're wanted. It, it makes most sense. You know, it's most efficient. And um, and so, yeah, it was it was tough, man. Essentially. know, I'll go even a little, I'll go even further back, man. I I really don't have any shame. Like every title change was a business case. It was, it was, Hey, you know, it's time for me to move up. And it's like, well, 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 what are you, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, you know, in in my career path, this is the next step. And so even that was, you know, educational. And I'm not, again, taking away anything from any of my supervisors back then, or it's just, it's just you know they didn't have the experience of working with a you know a full in-house agency or a full in-house team. So not only that, but they were busy themselves. You know, so it was it was hey you know right. this is kind of my next step. You know, are you on board? And and that communication is vital, man. You gotta have that communication with with your uh, with your department head just to say hey, is this the right path? Uh, because as designers, man, you, you you're, we're just like whittling away at the wood, and and you know we have our head down, and and, and uh, it's it's very hard for to, to have that, uh, representation in that boardroom, you know, if you're not in there.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. And I think a, a quick way to, uh, to become disgruntled as a designer is when maybe you're not getting respect or, or maybe it's like, you know, you're getting pats on the back. Like, yeah, this looks good. This looks good type of thing. <laughs> but, but where's the, where's the, yeah. where's the path forward, right? Like in, in five years, am I going to be the exact same person I am today doing the exact same stuff? Or is there a path that I can kind of gradually move up the ladder a little bit? Here? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that conversation, man. I mean, you should take time out to do it. Um, and as
1: designers, you know, we get, you know, we're just so passionate about our work and we just get so uh, caught up and, and we overlook some of those things. And um, uh, someone once told me, uh, you know, a, a creative people are very hard to retain, man, because it's a talent-based field and essentially, you know, we're getting better. And so, you know, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, a, a sales driven or like a, a marketing type uh, situation. It's, we we have talent, you know, it's, it's God given gifts that we really can't, you know, art school definitely teaches you a lot. I mean, they teach you some crazy fundamentals that you have to know, you know, you, you have to be able to speak intelligently about your work, but at, at, at the next level, it's, you know, it's just your, your gift, and, you know, it's just, just like, you know, if you believe that people have a sweet shot, you know, or a sweet release, or they can sprint really fast, it's just a gift that's where the talent comes in. And so, you know, that grows, man, as you start practicing and and the way you practice it is just working. <laughs> so, so it, essentially you're going to grow out of that, you know, role really quick, man. If you're doing a lot of work, hopefully, um, Yeah, no doubt. No yeah. Doubt. So, so yeah, it's, 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 that's definitely been a challenge. And, uh, but, It's something that I'm proud of because I I talk to people who've who've maybe had a quicker, maybe a quicker path to success or maybe a shorter one. And it's just like, you know, listening to their story. And and I literally ask um, the question that you just asked me, you know, I'm like, hold up, hold up. So, Hold up, you have who on your team? I'm like, how did you get a copywriter on your team? You know, it's like I I write copy and you know that's (laughs) no one even no one even realizes it. I'm like, I'm a copywriter. Yeah. And I would like someone to write copy that does it, you know, that went to school for it and studied for it. And so Yeah,
0: dude, I do that too, man. That's what's funny. Like you kind of get these (laughs) things sometimes and it's like, who wrote this? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to rewrite this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's um that was something that, you know, we made a business case for and we said, look, you know, there's, th- th- here's, here's another interesting, I, I, I had an uh, ex- awesome opportunity to work with um, uh, a vice president that was, that had a very um, analytical background and he definitely taught me a lot about data and, and analytics and about research and, And one of the things that we did, which I hated, was the net promoter score, which was, uh, if you're familiar with it, it basically, you talk about promoters or detractors or neutral people in it. You basically have a survey. If you've ever taken it, it says, you know, on a one to 10, would you recommend so and so? And uh, based on what you put, you're either a a detractor, a neutral person, or a promoter. And so we were doing that on creative internally and oh my god ima- imagine asking your clients or or you know it's it's different when you're when you're uh, you're not in-house but when you're in-house imagine you're you know asking your your your, your fellow uh, co-workers you know are we the best in class or you know are we doing things you know could we be doing things better would you recommend us and and we got some reality checks man you know people were definitely saying things that you know that were you know things that we didn't really want to hear but um but it really made us start to think about okay you know there's there's value in this thing, you know, reputation is, is actually valuable. And, and so I was able to say, look, you know, if, if this is very valuable to the company, as far as the marketing team to have this, you know, uh, solid reputation and of quality work, and, um, we need someone to help me manage that work, that influx of incoming work, you know, outgoing communication, uh, uh you know, uh, quoting, uh, post-production, um, type installs and, And so it made sense, man. And and so when I say business case, you know, it doesn't necessarily always have to be a formal presentation. It could be multiple meetings and and dialogue. But um, that's kind of that's kind of where it happened. You know, it was like, okay, well, we're definitely measuring things, and if if we're gonna hold ourselves to that kind of level of excellence. You know, we really need to have the people in place and the tools. So, and, and that, and all this man is, is are things that are real time, man, these things are still growing in, in our, in my own, in my own company now.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you guys started the Twitter account too, which you're talking about reputation and, and communication and that type of thing. And when, uh, you know, if you have a marketing person or someone in house that sort of has, has this, idea of of this agency mentality like yeah we should work with that agency because people know who they are you it's it's kind of crazy that you mentioned that as an in-house team you have to fight for that in-house with your own people because it's almost like you're kind of taken for granted
1: right yeah no absolutely man it's it's um it, it's it's a catch-22 man i mean you, essentially you're you're a service-based um organs or, or i guess department but you also you know you also want to exhibit your work and and under, you know and just like any other person would say you know this is how you do a sales deal you know you would say hey this is how it's supposed to be designed so it's um that relationship is is pretty unique and and I think if you took it out of the well you know we're talking in house man i mean it's 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 a total different game if if you're you know, an independent, but I mean, your clients as well, man, like, I mean, you, you aren't going to get a lot of referrals if, if things aren't, you know, coming in on time or you're just being difficult to work with, man. I mean, you know, essentially your referrals are your net promoter score. I mean, that's literally what that, that thing measures. So it's, I guess, I guess it could translate in that sense. Right.
0: Well, let's, let's kind of go back and circle back around to, to MLC. Um, you know, you, you had this idea and, and I think I, I like to give props for the fact that you know, it takes a lot of guts to step out and do something such as starting a conference. I mean, who, where do you even start <laughs> on something like that? It's, it's very entrepreneurial. And, you know, I think people that listen to this show, they obviously know that I'm a fan of that the entrepreneurial thing. So definitely kudos to you on that. Thank you. Um, you, you mentioned that the team itself is supportive. Can you kind of give some insight into, into how the Astros are supportive and the president and, and that type of thing and, and letting you be, be able to do this stuff?
1: Um. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's very unique, man. Like again, I don't have the, the typical story or, or the recipe to say, Hey, this is how you do it. But you know, I've just been blessed with having great people in my path, man. And, and Reed Ryan was one of them. You know, our, 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 um, GM of operations is another, and I've had some really great marketing vice presidents that that I've connected with. Um, but it it's, it's a combination of showing passion and having and having some leadership that that believes in you man and so you know when i when i asked to do these things um you know it it was it was an action an actionable ask so it was like you know hey this is my idea and this is how i'm gonna do it you know it's it's not hey this is my it's not a dream necessarily i mean don't get me wrong dreams are awesome but um action plans are a little better you know it's like it's like hey this is what i want to do and here's how i'm gonna do it and um And so it wasn't, it wasn't that hard, you know, it was, it was, I mean, because the foundation was already there, the relationship, you know, of having a a good leader and and a good relationship. And, um, so what happened, uh, they, they, again, they just said, Hey, we're, we're on board and, and let's see where this thing goes. And, and it wasn't easy, man. I mean, we're talking about doing something completely out of my job responsibility and scope of work. It was, you know, essentially doing a lot of work at home on the weekends. Um, and just doing my research and, and fortunately for me man i had a um uh, had the opportunity to go to a conference called circles if you ever get a chance definitely attend it. it's in dallas uh, a little city outside of dallas
0: yeah i've heard of that it's got some seems like they have a pretty good lineup a lot of times yeah man just they have a killer lineup it's
1: super um intimate i mean you can go and actually speak to the person you know and shake their hand and have lunch with them it's as far as the speakers and then there's there there's all walks of life man in this in this and it's and it's a niche kind of group it's it's not they don't plan on growing very big so i was fortunate enough to just meet the the creator of it man his name is ishmael and, and uh, he, as a matter of fact he he's he'll be at connect he's kind of a, a special guest and mentor um he's a young guy too as a matter of fact he's younger than me but it's just you know th- those were those are where the great ideas come from man the younger i mean some of the one of my uh, so where I get where I get some of the best creativity is from a former intern. Man, I mean, he, I still keep in touch with him. I'm just like, dude, check this out, man. What do you think? You know, you're gonna be the one. You're progressive enough to tell me that's that's not trendy, you know. So, so he's so he was. Uh, I just I had an opportunity to meet him because this conference is so intimate and and just uh, very humble. And and uh, he said, yeah, man. And, and I kind of pitched my idea. I did like the elevator pitch, you know. It's just like, hey, this is something that I'm thinking about doing. What do you think? and he was just he said you know what you need to do that um, you need to do that like soon and i'll I, i'll just meeting you and hearing in your, your elevator pitch i'm gonna i'll do anything i can to help you so i mean he's literally giving me a lot of um just you know case studies or, or or business plans to say hey this is how you should be doing that and so that definitely helped man it wasn't carving my own path and just making my own mistakes I, i've definitely have had been able to minimalize kind of bad decisions and, and mistakes and, and make a lot of good ones. So, um, so he's definitely given me a lot of uh, support there. And then also from the internal office, you know, having that support to, um, uh, from the executive team, absolutely helps, man. I mean, it's, um, but it, it's a fine balance, man. I have to make sure that everything that I'm doing is not affecting the day to day. And so, unfortunately, uh, fortunately, you know, there's, there's always that balance, you know, I'm still struggling with it, but, um, based on this response that we got last year and, and the response that we're getting this year, it's, um, it's going to be really cool, man. It's, it, it's, it's a big therapy session for, for professional sports designers, because as designers, um, it's, the job is already hectic enough. Um, you know, you're, you're basically getting paid to come up with good ideas and, and that's stressful on days when, you know, maybe you're having trouble at home or, um, you know, something's going on with, you know, finances or something. you're like, Hey, give me an, it's like, make me a balloon clown. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right. So, so yeah, it's, it's, there's still that balance, man. But, uh, but, uh, this, this year is going to be really cool. And every year, um, uh, we're trying to make it even better. And, and this year we're doing a logo design tournament. Uh, we're doing some cool giveaways. And, and, uh, for me, it's like, because they're creative people, um, it, it can't just be about, um, hey, what are y'all doing? And, you know, hey, what are the tools you're using and what are the best practices? And, you know, it has to be, you have to feed these guys a little more, you know? And, and, and in actuality, it's myself I'm feeding. It's like, what would I want to do if I was going out of town and getting, you know, actually getting the one time a year that I've been allowed to step away? You know, you want you want to go and learn, but you also want to be entertained and, and feel like, hey, man, this was a real um, fresh break for me and come back and be re-energized. So we're definitely you know, showing them, uh, showing them, taking them to a baseball game, uh, you know, taking them to some cool places and trying to make it as uh, as easy as possible to just focus on on learning and and sharing ideas.
0: Well, I I definitely think it's okay to sort of have that mentality of. You know, I want to help other people, but at the same time, like this is for me too. Like you're getting speakers you want to see and that type of thing. I mean, that's pretty much what this podcast is. Like <laughs> I mean, if nobody listened, I would still get value from this because I'm having conversations with people that I really want to talk to, you know, and and, and that I otherwise probably wouldn't ever talk to because I just other than the fact that they were a designer working in sports, like It I wouldn't have a real reason you know just like hey there's hundreds thousands probably of designers working in sports you know it's like random email like hey let's let's chat but I you know and I actually did this for I was a part of an organization like a local advertising club and I would bring in basically I saw it as like let me use the advertising club's money to bring in speakers that I want to hear speak (laughs) (laughs) so so that was that was kind of the mentality well I I know that. it's, it's in its second year and, and, you know, it seems like it's growing and, uh, and I mean, it's definitely going to grow, continue to grow. I mean, it's already grown as, as it has, but like I was saying, much like this podcast, um, This has this show has definitely affected my career in ways that I could not have imagined, and maybe those aren't necessarily tangible things that I can point to and say, "Oh, this happened because of that" or whatever. But um, even if you know, like I said, just it gives me an excuse to sit down and have conversations with people, and then also just have something extra, like, "Oh, you're a designer for for X," or "You're a designer for X team," but you also have something else, like there's like another thing, like, "Oh, but you're also the you're also the MLC guy," right? So I'm curious, like, how has this uh up to now affected your career um and not only from a relationships perspective but just also in your maybe in your own work as far as like inspiration yeah uh
1: that's a great question man
0: um well I, absolutely man
1: it, it's changed things completely and and it's really made me realize a lot of things also man um i'll give you a perfect example like you know going into this thing it was it was absolutely about filling a void you know like Uh, no one in our, no one at that time in, in the league was talking and, and, uh, we were just doing our own thing and kind of, uh, building off each other, but not, you know, not really talking, uh, communicating. And, um, so that was half it. And definitely on the other side, it was, you know, Hey, what, where's an opportunity where I can grow, you know, as far as personally. And so both of those were, were definitely part of the agenda. Um, otherwise, I mean, obviously I wouldn't spend Sweat and tears over this thing if it wasn't beneficial you know so (laughs) so that was kind of the mentality going in after getting after going through a whole year and cycling through it and um you know even even questioning it and thinking you know what you know is this going to be you know is this going to be something that 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 we need um I, i learned a lot man and and one of the one of the craziest things i learned is that um that being a bridge and, and like, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times you want to be that person that's, um, at the forefront or maybe, you know, uh, kind of the leader. And, you know, sometimes y- you, you don't necessarily want to be the person and, and that's always, you know, the last to, to jump in. But, um, but I've been there, I've been there a number of times, man, where it's like, okay, my, you know, all my colleagues or friends are now, you know, doing this and I'm the only one that's not, or, you know what, they're working for companies that are, that I want to work for. And now I'm the, you know, kind of the last one left. So, um, so I've been kind of on both sides, but what I found out, man, was for me personally, the bridge is really where, where is, is where kind of my heart is. And it's like, if I can introduce, you know, Todd Radom to my intern dude that's 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 awesome that i just opened up a door um for someone that a you know he, you know if if he if he takes advantage of that situation can can just you know skyrocket and then for todd you know it's it's he's so humble and and, and appreciative of, of young design he would he would listen and uh and i've had some really cool stories come about it I and mean, one of the one of the one of my favorite ones is uh, the first year um my current intern at the time was um, was he's, he was head of production, and uh, for that conference, and I was just like, "Look, man, this is something I want to expose you to. You need to meet people, you need to talk, but I, you know, I need your help." Um, and he ended up uh, meeting the art director for the Houston Rockets, which you know, Jose, and uh, Jose fell in love with him, man. I'm just like, "This guy's a workhorse, man!" And 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 uh, six months down the line, he's working full time for the Rockets, and and again, not saying that connect did that for him. It was just like, Hey, that's a, that's a really cool platform he put in the work. He was, you know, in the industry, in the sports industry, it made sense.
0: Yeah. You know, totally. I mean, I think that that's a good point. The fact that you sort of are become a connector and make these relationships happen. And, and it's one of those things where the, I don't think that's why you do this. And it's also, you know, specifically why I do this, you know, I've been able to make introductions between guests and that type of thing as well. Um, but it's not, it's not something that I'm like looking to necessarily get credit for. Yeah. Right. I that's what I'm trying absolutely, to say is like, man. Oh, I don't need somebody to point back to me and say, Oh, you actually made that introduction. But it's sort of a, a very pleasant thing when you find out that it did happen. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, absolutely, man. And what ends up happening,
1: you know, is, is, is good things come of it. You know, like down the line, you get this job offer that. Hey, maybe you don't take it, but it's something that you could take back to your company and say, Hey, you know what, I'm getting this offer that is really, uh, you know, enticing, you know, can you help me stay here? You know, or, or, you know, you, or you get an opportunity to, um, to meet someone that really changes the way you design. And, and that's happened for me. You know, we, uh, I kind of alluded to it, but, and you were kind of asking about it, but absolutely, man, like I've don't, don't think that everyone that comes in that in that room i'm not picking you know picking their own brand and storing into my own memory bank you know uh, you know the designs that that i like and i want to build off of so the astros brand itself has transformed tremendously man we've you know three years ago we outsourced the entire campaign from a uh, from a creative artistic side and now we're building our own campaigns thinking about them almost six months to a year in advance crafting you know our own taglines and not only that saving the company some serious money um but that's only because i'm learning yeah i've learned so much from from having these people around me i mean it's just like you know it's just like your dad said you know you, you keep a bunch of you know you, you hang around with a bad crowd you know you're gonna eventually end up being a bad dude but but you know <laughs> yeah. you know, you hang around with some smart people man or, or some people that are good at things man and, and that's gonna pick your elevate your game and so Stuff with that.
0: Well, there's actually, a, I have a good, uh, a good quote on that. There's a guy that I listen to his podcast. He's an entrepreneur. His name's James Altucher. And he has this quote where he says, you're the average of the six people you spend the most time with. Oh, absolutely, man. That's yeah. I mean, that's I'm, I'm writing that down. Um, yeah, that's, and that's even from a pot. I think I, I personally believe that's even from like an educational perspective in terms of like, okay, well I have my family, right? Like that's, that's an obvious one. And then I have like a couple buddies or whatever, but then like, even just from a podcast perspective or, or like a watching videos or whatever, like if you, if you, somebody might be, <laughs> you might be able to become a, part of an average of somebody else. If you listen to their work, right. Yeah. Or pay attention to what they do, read their blog, read their books, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, man. So, so that, that's been definitely something that's, that's reflected in my work, you know, on, on the design side. And as far as the quality of work overall, as far, as far as who I work for. Um, and, and, and another great story going back to kind of that bridge conversation. Um, so another just cool story there's I have a few that I'm proud of but one of them is you know Ben Jenkins and uh, Charlie Waite uh, hooked up last year they were our key speakers and they just pulled me aside and both of those guys played minor league baseball made it into the majors didn't ever really uh, pan out but you know all but they had they went to design school and they that was their passion and they're both doing crazy crazy things And so I was able to put them in the same room and they're like, yo, you know, we played against each other in college and we kind of keep an eye on each other, but we've never really, you know, had a chance to do something like this. And they pulled me aside and they're just like, Chris, you know, I I think we're going to start something like, you know, he and I are going to do X, Y, and Z just because we're here and it makes sense. And we have such a unique story We're, you know, we're very few people who understand baseball and design and sports And so they're crafting something up. I don't even know what it is. And even if it doesn't happen, I was just excited to say, this is what this is. This is cool. You know, this is something that is a payoff for me. And at the end of the day, again, who knows, you know, maybe they'll write me a million dollar check and say, Hey, thanks for that. idea."
0: No, that's, that's, that's definitely a great story, man. And and what's funny is, uh, it's such a small world because I, well, you know, that I've interviewed Ben on, on the show back, uh, early, Uh, early. Um, but I, I talked to him probably a couple months ago, just over Skype about some stuff and some things that he has going on. And he, and he talked about Charlie, you know, just like how he met him and kind of made that relationship. So I know that he values that relationship. So that's something that you, you know, helped uh, instigate, I guess. So that's a cool, cool little story you can kind of bank, yeah, you know, man. put, in the, put in the memory bank. I'm
1: really proud of those, man, because I believe that, uh, that ultimately that's going to credit you know, credit me down the line. And whether it's like, Hey, you know what? Dash was brands really starting to, uh, you know, change or, um, or, you know, you know, me and my personal life, you know, is, Hey, he's doing cool things. I mean, that's, that, that stuff definitely, man. I mean, it goes back to the quote that you just said, I mean, those are the guys that you want, you want to be affiliated with and, uh, on, you know, on the, uh, on the artistic creative side. But
0: well, have you found that uh, just from a pure, like, curation perspective, I mean, you're, you're essentially curating conversations, sort of like what I do. I mean, that, that's why I think there's this great uh, parallel line between both of the things that we do. I mean, you're, yours is obviously in person and mine's more audio, but, you know, it's like as a designer, maybe in your head, you're like, well, yeah, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not designing, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of things with design that I think maybe aren't necessarily physically creating something visually, but more like you're designing conversations and that's sort of how I try to approach the, the podcast. Have you found that to be true from, from the MLC? Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's,
1: one of my favorite terms is visual communication It's it's you know how how you make people feel by the things that you're creating but there's also um this other form that's individual artistic creative communication and it's you know how, how are you making how are you changing things based on the dialogue or, or the language you know and it's and those things are happening absolutely man it's you know it's um, the way, the way connect is created, you know, it's, it's really, uh, for a niche exclusive group, you know, uh, pro sports, um, you know, minor leagues and, and college uh, sports working full time. And, and that I understand is definitely, uh, exclusive. I, I completely understand that. Um, but I just, I had, I had to, you know, kind of focus on something, man. And don't get me wrong, man. We've, there's, uh, there, there are more than a few designers that we've kind of had our eye on, and, and you know, like, man, these, these, this, we'd absolutely want to break bread with this guy and, and learn from him. But, but just because of, again, the vision and the, and with the, you know, my expertise, I wanted to focus on this. And so, but with that, with that being said, man, we've definitely, um, we've definitely learned a lot. And, and a lot of it is just that platform of sitting down. And me telling you my problems and then me interrupting and saying, dude, you don't have to do it that way. Like I did it this way and it works, man. And it's, you know, this is how you do it. And it's just, wow, you've just almost saved a, uh, you know, a year or six months worth of kind of uh, research and and, uh, planning. And it's just like, okay, well, I've been doing it this way. I mean, one of the, one of the craziest things that we that we talk about is when I, when I meet with, uh, or, you know, I've, I've met. A number of creatives, but uh there have been a few where I meet, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I talk about tracking, and they're like, uh, what? What do you mean tracking? I'm like, like we track our work, like we we count how many we do, and you know, we and we, you know, we can you know do x y and z, and they're like, oh man, we don't we don't track our jobs. I'm like, dude, that is just ins- insanity. Like, how how, <laughs> how could you? And and what's crazy is I've even started to see it on the independent side, uh, and I've had some people tell me like, hey man the way, you know, we talked about things and, and 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 tracking, like now I do that on my personal side. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that makes sense. A lot of sense too. Cause if you want to figure out, you know, where you are fiscally or, or you know, at the end of the year, or you want to figure out, you know, are you growing as a business? You know, you should. And so it just blew my mind cause I'm talking about major professional sports teams that told me this and I'm just, and, and with a few designers in house, like, you know, it wasn't just a one person shop. I'm just like, Dude, that that's suicide, man. It's like you know, you you're gonna you gonna go crazy. You're gonna quit eventually, you know. What I mean, how do they know how busy you are? Like, how do they know how successful you are every year or that you're growing? I'm like, and and sure enough, man, it, it doesn't take long to convince someone. Like, oh man, like we really need to, we need we need to track, you know, what we're doing, and um and we need to show uh, the value a little bit more because it's um, and and so yeah, that that conversation there is is, you know, there was no design to be had. There was, you know, we're not talking about, um, you know, Hey, how to do this technique or Hey, how do you do this bevel? Um, you know, on these logos, it's, it's, it's really about, man, how do I make more time to focus on what I really am passionate about and good at, you know? And like when I sit down at a computer, man, <clears throat> I know a lot of people are, are, are kind of very personal about their craft. I'm not, man. Like it, for me, it's about speed. Like it, it, it is absolutely um, and, and that changes, you know, as your career goes, you know, as further further you get comfortable, you know, you can start to do some things in your head. Um, you, you can drive and thumbnail, man. it's, and that's not always, you know, a great thing, but depending on who you work for, it, it, it could really be good. And so, so for me, man, it's all, it's all about optimization, man. Like, like, how can I get back to the desk and get, turn it, turn everything off, put my headphones on and just get down on this, you know, illustration or whatever, like, and so all the conversations that are had at Connect really build, uh, really just uh, allow that they they start to really make you think. Man, I'm spending a lot of time on on process. Like, why do I have to go back and forth, and you know, read through emails and you know, find the copy? Like, you know, it, to be able to give someone that tool and and them say now, and to have them now say, we don't even have to begin work until we get that ticket. You know, that's, we can still focus on the job before, I mean, that we're working on and finish it up. Like that's, that's cool, man. Cause I mean, there is no design involved in that. That's just all creative, uh, you know, communication, man. And so there's, there's a ton of that.
0: Right well let's let's kind of go into some of the details of the conference i know that you have a a steering committee sort of that helps you maybe tell us a little bit about who they are and what types of things they help on and then um maybe talk about the format of the conference is it is it a formal event can people kind of come and go as they please sort of thing yeah no it's
1: um so to answer your first question yeah the board they're um they're dope man they're uh, honestly and uh, initially the thought process was you know wanting to kind of create a unified body throughout the nation and it just always makes sense to kind of you know get you to the corners or kind of the you know someone in the middle and um and through conversation you know these guys kind of stood out and they're absolutely on board um with kind of the the forward movement of of the professional design, uh, I'm sorry, sports in the professional setting. And, um, and so I, I ended up just saying, Hey, you know, this is, uh, Ross in, in LA it made perfect sense. I mean, he has a very similar story to myself. Um, very mellow guy, extremely talented and humble. And that's the approach that, that really stands out. I mean, the, the culture and connect is very, um, kind of uh, just humble and open source and also very casual. And so that, that really defines Ross in itself. And so, and not only that, but he's definitely done some, he's been with his company for a while. So he has some really uh, crazy stories to tell. And then going up to New York um, with Mike Zule, who doesn't have necessarily a, a, a sports you know, kind of uh, upbringing, but definitely has like a, a very strong um, design background um came into came came into the Mets and just completely was on board you know says this is, this is this is this is what i need this is what we need this is what i'm all about so he definitely has a a, a more professional kind of approach which we joke about but he, he he's extremely talented um when it comes to presentation and, and just understanding he's one of those guys where if you you tell him something the first time he gets it, you know, I'm just like, you sure you get it? I was going pretty quick. And it's like, I got it. <laughs> so, um, uh, I love, I, I feed off that stuff, man. And then, um, uh, then you got, uh, Gareth, uh, Brenlin in, um, in Chicago. And, uh, he was one of the first guys that I approached and, and picked his brain and just said, Hey man, I'm thinking about doing this. Are you on board? And he just said, where do I sign up? Let me know what you need. And, and that's another thing I love, man. Even, even to this day, man, if, if we got an all hands on deck situation, it's, Hey, you know, where do I need to hang up that sign or, or what do you need me to, uh, you know, go find for you? So you can, so we can all do this really quick. So he was, he was, he was one of those guys where he's like, you know, what do I need to do, man. So, um, and again, he, he is definitely talented in his field. His field is more advertising and communication definitely has a design facet to his arsenal, but um, he oversees a lot of the advertisements, which is great, man. Because one of the things that uh, we try to talk about in this conference is is marketing and, and understanding marketing. And, and you know, it's not about design versus marketing. As a matter of fact, you need to have a marketing mind when you're creating something. Because he, you know, how many times do we stop and say, you know what, this this isn't how people talk. You know, let me rewrite this real quick, or or you know what, this isn't the best way to you know exhibit this item. Let me go to reshoot this thing because it looks like crap. So you gotta have that advertising mind and that marketing mind. That's where that's where he comes in. So,
0: well, I definitely love the open source mentality um, and the sort of be humble, no rock star mentality because that 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 can kind of become synonymous with design. I feel like, and, and that, but this is what I love about the sports industry is because there really aren't many people who would consider themselves rock stars because, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not curing cancer, right? Like I think we had that conversation before. well,
1: Well, there's two things, man. One, you're not, you know, it's like, this is fun and entertainment and it's, it's all passion, man. I mean, no one gets paid enough to do what we do, man. It's like it's a lot of passion. You know, you've you grown up doing this, just watching this thing or you, you know, it's a lot of passion. And and, and uh, but the, but you're right. The other uh, side of that coin is that most of us to get where we're at, you know, we really had to, you know, take some of those smaller jobs and and, um, you know, go through a, a a kind of path that wasn't necessarily, you know, typical. And so we really start to, you know, feel this, feel each other's pain and speak the same language. And, uh, you know, even just you and I, man, going through some, uh, sports projects, you know, there's so much, uh, common language there, man. And so, so yeah, I think a lot of it is that you've gone through so much, so much to get to where you're at that you just have to be humble. But, uh, for me, man, personally, I've worked with some arrogant, uh, people, man. Some, I've had the opportunity, I, I've had the great opportunity to cross paths with some design snobs, man. And, and I just always, <laughs> I, I just remember telling myself like, you know what, that's, I, I, I at, at any level, I would never be that way. Um, and cause I think you really close yourself off to, to developing your, your style and, and your approach. And, and I, I've really learned that asking more questions, you know, then, and it goes a long way. And, and just taking that, uh, very open approach and saying, you know what, I screwed up here and, and, you know, maybe, maybe you'll learn, you'll, you'll learn from it. Um, it goes a long way, man. Like, uh, you had John Contino on the other day and, you know, just that approach, man, is, is what we're looking for. It's, it's, um, it's very open source and Hey, here's transparent, you know, Hey, this is my story. Um, Hey, this is how I do things. And, and, uh, again, man, I've had the opportunity to work with people that, that weren't like that and, and and i realized that uh those 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 kind of people don't benefit you and it doesn't really benefit anyone uh, you know cuz at the end of the day man you can <clears throat> you can tell someone all you know your process and you could tell someone you know your steps on designing logos and you could even show them how you do that specific technique but again man it goes back to talent <laughs> it very rarely you're going to get someone that could do it better than you you know um so um that's what makes everyone you know in this field so special and and worth you know worth uh you know worth value but
0: yeah right that's awesome man well i can't wait to get down there and be around that atmosphere for sure uh real quick why don't you give us a rundown of of the speaking lineup and then let people know where they can register and stay hotel wise cool um well we have a few more weeks left
1: registration is definitely still open um as far as hotels, uh, the we have a hotel adjacent to the the venue. Um, that particular one's full, but there's so many cool boutique, uh, boutique hotels in within downtown that are eight blocks. So definitely, don't be afraid to stay at one of those. I mean, everything's pretty uh, pretty close. Um, and then, as far as the lineup, a um, couple cool things. One, um, Todd Radom. He's just he's one of the godfathers of the design. I mean, like if you start looking at sports design there aren't that many people that have done that much of that much substantial work that he's done. And, and to be, to have his approach as he, as uh, the approach that he does is, is very unique. So we're, we're fortunate enough to have him come and and speak with us. And, and I'll be completely honest. He's more excited about coming than than we are about having him, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're happy, but he's, he's just like, these are the guys who really take the brand to the next level. And I want to pick their brains and learn. So, um, the other, uh, John Contino, unfortunately we found out he wasn't going to make it due to a big, uh, situation, uh, that he, that came up and was as a good one for him, uh, but just didn't work out with scheduling. Um, but he absolutely committed to 2016. So he will he'll definitely be on the roster there. Um, we'll have a few other speakers, um, that are a, f- a few kind of, um, industry kind of level. um, we have uh Alex Mount who's uh, from the NFL. She's gonna be a really cool um addition that is gonna bring some uh kind of she 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 is one of those who have like a rock like a rock star path who like did it right. Like did an internship, worked for the right company, worked for the right sports agency, worked for a sports team, now works for the league, like very cool. So she'll she'll tell her story and, and show some of her, her work and and then the way connect is set up is we have some like inspirational stuff, but a lot of it is tactical too. So it's kind of 50, 50. So there's definitely uh, if you get a chance go online, it's, um, mlc connect.com. Um, or you can follow us at mlc connect, um, on Twitter and also on Instagram. It's, it's all at mlc connect. Um, and you can see the lineup. And, uh, again, you're welcome to join. If you're in the sports industry, we'd love to have you, but, Uh, On a personal level, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn um, at Chris David Garcia uh, or Chris David GFX uh, on Twitter and and Instagram. I mean, again, I'm an open book. And if you're ever in town, you can definitely hit me up. You know, I love to talk design and uh, share, share anything that I have going on with people. And there's been a number of times where I've sat down, had coffee or show someone around the stadium. Um, so I definitely enjoy that, man, because again, I think that stuff goes a long way and I, and I expect the same if you know if I ever hit you up, I'd love for you to uh, do that with me, you know, show me into your world and uh, and talk shop.
0: yeah, no doubt man. And are the guys from Torch creative? they're gonna be down there?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. I can't believe i I completely went blank on that. Yeah, so torch is another there's they're they're another group of guys that again just have done some really cool work um you know just jump on their website and you'll see the type of brands that they've touched um they're absolutely going to share their story and and it's just neat man because you know sports though it's been it's been around so long you know especially baseball um you know the brand some of the brands aren't that old so you know like the astros are only 50 years old i mean it's it's um you know, there are only so many logos and so many people who kind of help craft that. And unfortunately, some of those guys are going to be in the room. So it's really cool to pick their brains. And, and I could see a lot of those guys coming back, man. It's not just a one-off thing. It's more of a relationship. So
0: yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Well, I think it definitely has value and, uh, and I'm, I'm for sure looking forward to getting down there. I appreciate you coming on, man, uh, to taking the time and, and looking forward to meeting in person.
1: Hey, Adam, I just want to definitely say thank you, man. But for, for sure, um, I just want to confirm, man, whatever you're doing in this community is awesome, man. I mean, I appreciate you giving me props on Connect, but um, I definitely want to want to say, man, a big fan of your show. And I know a lot of people are. So definitely keep on doing what you're doing because it's, it's definitely making a difference, man.
0: Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate it. My uh, my next guests are actually going to be some gentlemen that we just discussed, Torch Creative. The founders, Brad Bishop and Michael Thurman, are going to be joining the podcast. Uh, Torch is a brand design and creative shop based out of Texas that focuses on team and corporate branding. The duo has worked with many college athletic departments around the U.S., as well as doing some work for the NHL. They are also the designers of the SportsLogos.net logo, a place where many of us tend to frequent for online news about uniforms, team branding, and more. In addition, as Chris mentioned earlier, the guys at Torch will be speaking at MLC Connect along with myself. Um, I'll be running a panel and doing maybe some little podcast bits here and there. And then uh, episode four guest Todd Radom is going to be down there. So as Chris mentioned, head over to mlcconnect.com to find out more, see the lineup of speakers, attendees, and register. And be sure to come say hello to Chris and myself if you see us there. Big thanks again uh, to Chris David Garcia of the Houston Astros for giving us some of his time. Again, as he mentioned, be sure to follow him on Twitter. Twitter at Chris and the conference is at MLC Connect. Uh, to wrap up, if you're behind and haven't caught up on halftime episodes yet, last week's episode was about. Firing clients, when to do it, why to do it, and how to do it. I touch on the differences between working things out over client disagreements, disagreements versus downright disrespect, and whether you should tolerate it and walk away. So you can listen to that episode and all the other episodes over at makersofsport.com/episodes. Lastly, please take one to two minutes, head over to makersofsport.com/itunes, hit the five star, write about your experience with the show. And if you've gotten value for myself, today's guest, Chris, uh, or any of the other guests on the show, then please share the podcast, rate the content, and just write a message about how the show has affected you in any way. The guests like to see that, and then also myself, I like to see that as well. Uh, I'll, I'll always accept ratings on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or whichever application you happen to be listening to as well. Lastly, I'm at T. Adam Martin on Twitter and Dribble. The show is at Makers of Sport. Until next time, have a good week.